son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. And welcome to episode 364 of the official podcast. It's a big day for us here. We ha- return, it's the return of the king, uh, as, as Tolkien once put it, or Peter Jackson, whoever did the Lord of the Rings films. I think Tolkien was dead by that point. Um, Mr. Sark is back. He's come back to us. Our, our baby boy has returned. <laughs> After six short months. Wow. <laughs> so much has happened. <laughs> So much has happened. There's been, uh, those, those six months included a whole bunch of different fucking world events in between. Yeah. Like enormous dude. world events. It's been, a, it's been, everybody a got six sick, died in droves. Oh, wild. Including times. Andrew, apparently. He's still not here. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So how, how have you been, <laughs> Mr. Sark? Fill us in. How, how are you? Uh, I'm doing well. Thank you. I was like super shocked when, uh, pleasantly shocked when uh you hit me up out of yeah, the blue yeah. it's like dude i'll hop on any day Aww. yeah yeah With the lads. Such a sweetheart yeah it, it was it was crazy because it those six months uh were just full of people begging for you to come back on in our like dms <laughs> and and our youtube comments you're probably the most requested guest return and many people's favorite episode sadly was within those first 39 episodes of the official podcast with you so it's all been downhill from there apparently well that's that's awesome i'm honored yeah <laughs> you don't sound dead. you sound sad <laughs> I'm, I'm, you're like these guys are de- desperate i'm just to I'm, I'm gonna go back and scrub through and see if you tell did you tell did you tell down the rabbit hole freddy the same thing i'm gonna check <laughs> No, that's reserved yeah, just I'm for the Sark episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the way, we should we should just explain the time warp we're all in and why I'm making that reference. It's been six years. Yeah. And then I was going back and looking at like who they had on recently, and I made the mistake of looking at the official podcast YouTube playlist and thought I was up Long to forgotten. date. Because down the rabbit hole, Freddie had just been on. Except the the playlist is ages old. It was when he did his last video, <laughs> not his Eve Online video. So I'm fucking yep. mind fucked right now. <laughs> you thought the official podcast died three years ago? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I just popped out of the Terminator time machine and I'm like, who's president? <laughs> did you ever think our show of all of them would survive? Like a whole pandemic. Yeah. Well, did you down. leave the first episode thinking, oh yeah, this that was fun. They're not going to last like power. the next six months. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. A hundred percent. No. This yeah. is a good, yeah, you yeah. got, this is a good, uh, you, you got a good thing going. Good chemistry. Good pals. 
No, no, no. This is a, this is, it's the official, man. <laughs> no, no, you guys suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm actually just kidding. My podcast was fucking awful. <laughs> I mean, after I leave today? Okay, well, we can talk in another six months. We'll see. Yeah, so <laughs> what we want to do, what, I, what, what my dream is, is when this show does end, I want to yeah. have all the biggest hits back on. So would you be down to join us for the finale? If, if that were to happen. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, absolutely. Hit me up. But now that you said that, if you ever email me again, I'm going to assume that this show's on fire. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, oh my God. <laughs> You'd be... <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure you feel some kind of friendship towards us, but still, you, you would love that, even if, it, like, if we did go up in flames. The little, the, like, the person who loves drama inside you would be totally down for that. No. Yeah. No. What are you accusing him of? <laughs> no. Yeah, he's saying wow. before the show, he loves drama. He's reading the fucking newspapers I of drama and stuff. I lightly peruse the headlines. Yeah, what, what is happening with your brain, Jackson? <laughs> what do you mean? You can, like... You can like drama and not want it to happen to you or your friends or people you yeah, like. Also, it's not like he came in here as like a drama enthusiast. He's like, yeah, you know, sometimes I check <laughs> yeah, in on what's happening. You make, <laughs> you make him sound like he's Keemstar or something. I can't wait for you motherfuckers <laughs> to go down. You're going to burn. And I'm going to watch. I'm bringing marshmallows. To roast them <laughs> over your burning corpses, you sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Would, uh, well, that, that, that brings me to my first question, Mr. Sark. Do you like Keemstar? Are you a big fan of Keemstar? Man, you Do are I really like firing Keemstar. today, Jackson. Yeah, wow, that's good. <laughs> um, that, is, that is drama that I have not perused in a while, actually. Was there ever a phase in your life when you did? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Dude, I was... I was checking back on the drama alert shit i'd say that's been see? several years though but yeah see, well, so when did you age out of that what like what age did you decide uh eh, this is this is not for me i think it's when he started he like he's had like a lot of people who do this they've had phases eras whatever you want to call it and he went into mm. a period of time where most of the drama was sh that he was reporting on was shit i didn't give two fucks about and right, it was yeah. it was like a lot of uh and i feel like he might still be in there but like when it turned into a lot of logan paul or like paul brothers and right. people you didn't really know like you it was kind of yeah and also he got really yeah. narrowed down into like this dude new stories on these personalities oh like over yeah. and over and i was like nah i I've, I've faded out. I'm He's done. in one of my videos, actually. I noticed it for the, like, re or re-noticed it for the first time just a couple weeks ago. I put up, like, in 2010, I put up, I don't know if it's live. I'll have to look. I privated some of the old ones, but it's me, like, killing my horse in Red Dead. <laughs> That's it. It's, like, 30 seconds. <laughs> and and Keem stars in the kill feed. And I'm like, I was partied up with Keem in Red Dead? Like, what? There's, there's segments of my, like, like uh, history playing games that I'm like, I don't even remember playing Red Dead with Keem. But there it is. So you're, loose, you're loosely connected. They're basically best friends, Jackson, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've interacted, and he was 
because he he's also he like his roots are in that cod kid uh you know era of youtube yeah 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 but uh do you do you guys do you are you guys at all surprised that he still does the drama stick like he's he's mid 40s right and i was talking to kai about this the other day with the whole lol cow podcast stuff like i'm sure you guys saw the clip of boogie um on his hands and knees begging begging keem for forgiveness (laughs) in the dms or whatever when keem was angry at him did you see that sock no just so you know I did not. <laughs> I ruined his day. <laughs> that what was such the a sad fuck is going God. on over there? Jesus. Yeah, it is a mess, man. It, Charlie, you've seen it, I assume. I haven't. I've heard of it, though. What? I didn't expect Boogie to become relevant again somehow in 2023. Yeah. For the sheer fact that he's just so pathetic and he leans into it. Yeah, whole uh, ironclad uh, finger quotes around relevant. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah yeah fair it's just i hear a lot about him now and it's all i do think that behind the scenes keemstar is pulling all the strings and it seems to be oh, this really? wrestling thing that they're go- doing now I-, I don't know doesn't it feel like that jackson like keemstar is yelling at him but i don't feel like that's it. it's sincere i don't think he actually gets that mad at this fat idiot no i think the relevance was the documentary first of all and then yeah, uh, yeah. keemstar has kind of like co-opted that momentum into the local podcast and stuff like that i think it's a relevancy that won't be sustainable i think at some point the gimmick will end and he'll just be unlikable and people will forget about him again but yeah he's definitely got more relevancy now than he did like definitely a year ago for example like even six years ago when you're when you're like relevance is hinging on these like disastrous events like yeah whatever the 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 doc d- d- doesn't paint him i haven't even seen it and i know he's not you're not coming out of that thinking wow what a sweetheart <laughs> america you know sweetheart, and if you yeah. think about yeah. all the shit that that he he's been involved with over the past several years it's i mean none of it's really good i don't think at least for me the light yeah peruser of drama headlines it's like him pulling guns on fucking guys on his lawn and shit and it's like okay when this is when yeah these are the hits that are getting you back into like into the conversation it's not good it's a spiral retard before the drama suck what was what was your perception of boogie did you always think of him as the nice guy youtuber as well uh yeah i thought he was like well i thought he was for me, it was his whatever the fuck is like nerdy Mountain Dew swilling MMO c- character was Francis. That, You're talking that about w- Francis. Francis. Yeah, he's still Francis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's so weird that the so most people that like watch him outside of the Francis content between the years of like 2010 and like 2016, I want to say, uh, thought of him as like the, you know, Mr. Rogers of the internet, you know, like a really nice guy who just cares about everyone, super honest, super loving to his wife and stuff like that. Just a super nice dude. He won the fucking Jeff Keighley game awards for being the nicest gamer ever made, basically. So that's how people thought of him. Jackson mentions this every time. You're so mad about that. I know, but it's so annoying. (laughs) You have mentioned this three episodes in a row now, I think, or maybe four. (laughs) that he that he wins the that he won that yeah yeah do you have a giant boogie cardboard standee that you like throw shuriken at in your room (laughs) 
<laughs> no, but my point was like, it's super funny to me that the Francis character wasn't a character that's probably closer to how he actually is in the Mr. Rogers Nice Guy act yeah. was the was the character instead. It's such a like. I think he should lean into it. Just I, I told Jackson this too. He should just become Francis. No, but like all out, um, strap a GoPro to his head and go to Frank Castle's house and throw like pizzas at his door. <laughs> Lean into it if you want to be the badass. Okay, so yeah, bad. okay, I'm on board with that. <laughs> Whatever that is, I want to see. Better than sitting on his porch with his girlfriend and crying and moping. Oh, I'm so sorry, I'm gonna die soon. As he's like gulping Mountain Dew first thing when he wakes up in the morning. Takes off his CPAP machine, literally just takes a swig oh, of Mountain no, Dew. Oh, yeah. Dude, he does look like... He does look like a, like a Papa... Like a Meat Canyon animation brought to oh, real... Right. Like you've seen, like, this is what Mario would look like if he was real. And then it's like this <laughs> CG render. He looks like a Meat Canyon character brought to life. Yeah, oh, this is yeah, really yeah. upsetting that he doesn't like he keeps like he thinks it's already over even though he can just not drink Mountain Dew first thing in the morning and like make <laughs> lifestyle adjustments but he just yeah he just refuses to for some reason I don't know well the, the upsetting part is that he does that as he's apologizing to the 20 something year old sitting next to him going I'm so sorry I didn't take care of my <clears throat> body until now I'm so sorry I'm gonna die young and leave you widowed here in this fucking house that I don't even own and leave you with all my debt. I'm mm. so sorry. Swig, chuck, 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 Mountain Dew pizza. Yeah, wasn't that one of the angles of the uh, the doc? Was like his sort of unapologetic embracing of all this bullshit. He pulls out a list of his diseases like it's a flex and he lists all of the shit that's <laughs> wrong with him. Which, in honesty, I know Americans like to complain about their healthcare system. But the fact that they were able to sustain his life this long <laughs> that he saw the number 50 on his like birthday that that is impressive to me it's true we're living in the future we are we have some very advanced technology that can keep him alive like darth vader like he if he like i, I don't know someone 200 years ago or even like 100 years ago being that obese probably wouldn't live to see past their like 30th yeah. birthday right Imagine him wedging himself into the, like that that medical tube at the end of Prometheus, and then <laughs> seeing the readouts and the computers like, what the what fuck? What a crazy reference to bust out Prometheus. Alien life form detected. <laughs> Did you just watch that movie last night or something? That is such an obscure reference. I don't know. I, I think about that weird abortion oh, all the time. <laughs> That that scene is actually nuts, though. That movie's poop, so but like cool. that scene is good. Like that is Absolutely. a good scene. Yeah, it's right though. That medical tube was kind of narrow. I mean, considering yeah. it wasn't it. Doesn't it take place in the future? I assume we're gonna be even fatter then. And like super op. So like, get him in there. Let him. Let it chisel him down. Like, what would come out? That would, <laughs> he might be like hot <laughs> as fuck. What happened? Really? What happened mm. to all the stuff that got chiseled away? Uh, like it gets turned into like sh rocket fuel or something. Could I don't know. Yeah, make soap <laughs> out of it. <laughs> Use it as tallow lip balm or something. It's <laughs> mm. mm. cool. Enough about hey. Enough about boogie though. Let's talk about okay. Okay. You guys rocking and rolling. I've been watching, and you've had a couple gentlemen tracks. Mm-hmm. 
come up. Bangers, yeah. too. Thank you. You know what? That, that's very nice. I, I like yeah. that. See, that's a positive subject. We don't see a lot of those around here, Sark. It's been a while. We we yeah. don't do positive stuff. That was Were refreshing. we positive even back then, though? Back no. when he first came on? No, I think we we've weren't. always been negative. No. <laughs> no. I, I haven't watched any behind the scenes, and I didn't scroll through the comments, but there was one that had a very, like, Linkin Park aesthetic. Yes. That's that's one that I'm super super proud of. Hybrid Theory is my favorite album. So this time for like the EP, I knew I wanted to try and do a track like that with Troy, and Troy absolutely crushed it. Andy Sizik is the the guest vocalist on there who does all the heavy lifting. Unbelievable! I, I really enjoyed making that one. So I'm super happy you liked it too, dude. It was a good one. Was that Andrew? Did I see him in the video? <laughs> yeah, Andrew is playing guitar in that one. Okay, yeah. you'll right. never see him again. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably the last footage you'll ever see of him. <laughs> yeah, like a little like red and white striped barber shop like cartoon hook came out and just yanked him off the stage after. <laughs> wow! <laughs> he just walks off a phase off into the distance, and we never see him again. Like the end of the Hulk. No, I love that you guys like have the. Uh have that going as sort of a in your back pocket a little side project that's fucking cool yeah it's a lot of fun trying to capture like old 2000s style rock and metal different vibes like that it's been really enjoyable is that the kind of music Mm. that you uh like enjoy gravitate to like do you like old pop punk um, I still like it. I, I don't think I'd listen to a lot of modern pop punk. Like Machine Gun Kelly tried it, and it's not great. Yeah, so I yeah, don't know if I'd true. like modern pop punk, but listening to some of the classic boner jams is still so cathartic. So I still love that feel to it. I just I don't know how it, it works. Is it mostly? More. Is it mostly like nostalgia, like yearning for a better time? Hard is to it, say because the, the the only couple people that have tried to bring it to the modern age are like Machine Gun Kelly, who are kind yeah. of just ass, like turbo shit. So it's hard to say. I'm like, maybe it could work, but we're not having great champions for it. Yeah. But yeah, I still yeah. listen to a lot of that stuff. I think it's aged really well and still like goes pretty hard. One of the clubs we've been going to plays pop punk and old like bangers from the 2000s and it's very fun to just like dance sloppily to so i've still very much fuck with it dude i was at a uh i was at a uh, a nightclub you just made me flash back to in paris for new year's and i forget what new year's but it wasn't like 2000 or any of those it's just some some year in the last decade or so anyway we went in and it was all like trance. They were playing all trance. Mm. And then right in the middle, they drop in like an unmixed, not an EDM mix or anything. They just drop an MXPX punk song and people lost mm. their shit. <laughs> That's so And I was fire. like, dude, I, it's, you, it's you fun. Parisians are so awesome. <laughs> it's just something super, like there's something really enjoyable like at a club all of a sudden fucking taking back sunday make damn sure comes on and you just like lose yeah, your yeah. mind it's just i don't know it's it's fun yeah super like nerdy deep house and then all yeah. of a sudden it's like don't want to be an american idiot and everyone's <laughs> yeah. like whoa <laughs> let's go <laughs> the best moment of my life <laughs> so funny. Yeah, they should just shit 
Clubs would be cooler if they if they did that instead of just fucking ear piercing like electronic music. I get yeah. why why they do, but um, yeah, it would be fun if it was more like a concert. You'd really like the club we've been going to recently, Jackson. It does that kind of shit. It's the it's like a gothic nightclub. It's so <laughs> oh, silly. It's yes. so fun. You, you lost me at the gothic part. What like dress up? Why no, goth, you can dress goth up? Goth clubs we dress are up. the best. They are. They're like super it, cool. I've become really into it. And also, goth music is like heavily rooted in like eighties synthwave. It's really yeah. not that mm. dark. They're all in there dressed like Lestat, but dude, the music is kind of a fucking <laughs> '80s vibe. Yeah, goth. Sorry, if you're ever in cruel. Tampa, you gotta hit. You gotta come with us to that. It's so much fun. We also coordinate our outfits together to have the goofiest fits. It, it'll be a lot of fun. Ooh, I'm so I'm so down. Uh, <laughs> and I'm also I'm not. I think since we in the last six months of course since i was on the show yeah, yeah, yeah. i've moved east so i'm austin based oh. so i'm only in i'm only one oh, time zone closer. away from florida now nice that's pretty good yeah 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 slowly getting there are you going to keep going um, <laughs> probably not probably not but that makes that makes florida much more a uh, viable uh, trip than when I was in California. Perfect. We'll we'll live it oh, up. You were in California. Good for you. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. Leave. I'm happy for you. I miss all the pals, but um, I I really enjoy uh not being in LA. Yeah. It, what 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 about LA? Did you come to dislike? Did you ever get your car? Primarily, and I I've talked about this a a, a little bit, but like with my chat or whatever, but primarily it was just like edits. It was two, two primary reasons. One, I had family in Houston. So I was moving right. closer to uh, my parents, which is nice. Um, mm -hmm. And then secondarily, it's just, it was ridiculously expensive in LA and just moving out of LA was like giving myself like a 30% raise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's you know, crazy. I mean, we lived in a tiny uh, house in, that we rented in North Hollywood, and this thing was like it was it was apartment size interior interior wise. There was a small yard, which is nice, but this is a this is a rinky dink North Hollywood house. And when the landlord was like, we got to bump the rent up, and that sort of spurred our, you know, starting to look around and figure out, you know, what we wanted to do. Uh, we started looking into, like, what he was going to raise the rent and what the property value would be. This house, this tiny house was over a million dollars. It would have sold for over a million dollars. Yeah. Jesus. It's fucking nuts. It's so crazy. Yeah, it's the same over here, Suck, it's in the cities and stuff. Like, cost of living and rent has just fucking exploded. I don't know how people are able to, like, survive, honestly. Like, I, I don't know how you even find a house now or find, find something to people rent in just city. Put, I think generally, because it's what I did, people just put their head down and then just grind out rent. And it's like, gotta do, gotta, every month yeah. it's like, gotta, gotta make rent, gotta make rent. 
Yeah, but then it just but keeps it, going up. But your weight, weight yeah, is not going does, up. Exactly. It feels like you are in a. Uh, you're drowning. Like, your your tires are spinning for real. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, I've I moved. I love the weather in in uh, like Central Texas. Has been there's actual seasons. Also, when I got out here, <laughs> like some some of the pals followed me. Nanners, he followed me out here. Chilled, gassy. A lot of the guys like like that. I've recorded with either were here already or came out after on their own. So it's, you know, there's, there's a nice, did they, did they do it because of you? Did they follow you? Are you no, like no, no. I don't think so. I think it like... was coincident, but there is a, there is a nice, nice contingent of, uh, of, uh, like YouTube, Twitch folks out why, here. Why is everyone, ch- I'm, I am noticing that a lot of people are migrating from, like uh california or los angeles to austin texas is there is there an actual like the migrating i don't know and and honestly i think there's no one fucking sorry i was just gonna say there's no one there's no one migrating to minnesota for example it's always texas that's true uh specifically austin you don't hear anybody like Mm -hmm. i moved to dallas fort worth yeah uh, I don't know. I think it's because Austin is this, uh, to be honest, it's like this liberal island in the middle of Texas. And so a lot right. of uh, like California, California folk slide, like feel comfortable sliding in here. And uh, it's already, <laughs> I came in here and the, like Texans were like, Stay, get, keep your shit out of my state. <laughs> and i was like immediately i came in i like changed the license plates changed driver's license and immediately turned on the california pals i was like you goddamn weirdos <laughs> stay the fuck out of my state Good. i understand the sentiment i mean all them people ruined their own states stay out of ours it's like oh, a really yeah. bad idea i like i i'm pretty uh I'm pretty like whatever. I'm pretty flexible as far as like what somebody's like. I'm not like keep your politics out of my, you know, like whatever. But just purely population wise, I'm like, okay, property is ballooning. Traffic is starting to suck. I'm like, try try fucking Houston. Move to Houston. Yeah. Thank God I don't have a commute, so, well, like, what am I complaining about? I still will wrap myself in a Texan flag and scream at Californians, though. You fucking son of a bitch. (laughs) Shaking your fist angrily. Yeah, they don't know I'm, like, a total greenhorn, but whatever. (laughs) Just get yourself a Ford Raptor, roll down the windows, and just start shouting. They'll never know. Yeah. We in in the neighborhood I live. There's a there's like a Facebook page. Oh, that shit is so funny because it's like all the neighborhood people post on there, and I don't even have a face. The only Facebook profile I have is so that I can play an Oculus. So it's like it's called like Oculus Dark or some <laughs> shit. I don't even remember what it's called. They thought I was like a robot or what? Sounds like the lamest X Men. <laughs> it's so funny, dude. And there, one of them, there was this. Someone posted a blurry picture, like like of a car speeding by, and then the caption says, "Uh, this person's been running 
every stop sign. If anybody has any idea who they are, post below. And the next post is, the, the next post below that is, goddamn Californians don't know how to stop at the Texas, <laughs> obey the Texas traffic <laughs> I'm like, wait, how did you get to California off of it? This is like a, if Bigfoot were a car, this is what the picture would look like. And you immediately go to like, this is a Californian. Well, there's there's plenty Bigfoot. of identifying features of the vehicle. I'm sure you just you, you haven't been there yet. You yeah, that's there true. Long enough yet? Yeah, they haven't let you in on the secrets. He had frosted tips and like hanging his checkered vans out his window. Woo! <laughs> I, I I get it. LA is known for like fucking street races and police chases, right? Like, they, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's I guess. kind of applicable. It's kind of applicable. My first thought would be, that's a goddamn Californian Look at that right goddamn there. Goddamn well. Californian whizzing by, endangering my Texas children. <laughs> <laughs> Reckless disregard for God fearing red blooded patriots makes me sick. <laughs> you, you've got kids, stock, right? I remember yeah, that. yeah. Oh, yeah. I have. So the Texan children's now? You've, you're raising them Texan? In the last six months since I've been on the show, I've had another kid. What? So, Congrats. Yeah. yeah, huge. And it has been six years, to be fair. S- seven, they're seven and nine years. I mean, oh. months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Old. Well, wait, <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't track. Wait, it would have had to be before. Is that right? The yeah. Six years. Atlas was a, Atlas was a, a wee lad. Yeah. Except, no, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, Aurora had just been Your kid born. would have been one, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Or something like that. Okay, before the chat continues to slander me, by the way, hang on. I am not a filthy Californian, K-Rom. Don't make me ban you. <laughs> I will not have that in the chat. Goddamn Californian Continue. spreading slander in the chat. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> I don't want your filthy Californian money. <laughs> oh, shit. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. they're giants now. Am I raising them Texans? I don't know, dude. Yeah. I'm also, dude, I live, uh, it's the, it's the, the YouTube Twitch, I guess, like, whatever, there's Twitch alternatives now. It's the, I hate saying content creator, but yeah, that life is like a, uh, strange bubble kind of, because like they always have, uh, dad at home. I have like my right. a, a room upstairs that I use as my office, and it is it's like a weird self-employed um, space that we inhabit. Yep. But yeah, but that's got to be nice, yeah. right? I mean, you're always yeah. there for your yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. I, I love it. It has been so. Uh, yeah. It's been so good. They they have no idea though, and. I, honestly, that's the kind of spoiling that I that I like can get behind. Like, I almost don't want them to ever know, like, what the flip side of the coin was. Where it's like, you know, even even when I was yeah, even when I was at like Machinima, it would have been I was I was not home for like ten eleven hours a day, dude. That would suck. Yeah, but that's also yeah. normal. That's. So I'm also spoiled yeah, in that yeah. I never had kids while I was working like bankers hours, but Yeah. Do you ever like tell them, Okay, daddy's us daddy has to work now, everyone be quiet and leave him alone in his office, then close the door and just play League of Legends? 
<laughs> well, okay. Now, listen, I'm not a goddamn degenerate. I'm not going to fire up League of Legends. That was more rude than calling him a Californian, <laughs> Kaya. You've really got to tone this hostility down. Goddamn lol players, keep your politics in Dota. <laughs> no, but no, no, I know what you're saying, Kaya. Uh, and the answer is absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you use it as an excuse for some alone time, basically. I have a little light, like, uh... Here, hold on. I'll put it on my camera right now. Wait, you have, like, a little recording light so they know not to go <laughs> It's like a sock on the doorknob, but it's, like, high-tech. <laughs> there we go. All right, I have, like, a little light that I, that I use as, like, an on-air camera. It's like a little... You push it, and it turns red, right? So... That's, oh, that's like clever. daddy's on air and then and then they know not to come in and aurora she's she, she, you know she's still little she's like i don't like that because that means i can't see dad <laughs> so she drew a green circle and then taped it to my door and she's like there Aww. now there's always Aww. a green light on your door oh yeah. i was like that's so adorable but you come in here and interrupt my <laughs> shit, you're dead. <laughs> Fucking Californian child. Goddamn California. Let's see your Californian peeking through. I like the idea of Sucks like slamming a button on his desk when he records and like the fucking doors shut down, like they fucking locked down. <laughs> oh, yeah. All the alarms in the house go off. Yeah, the purge <laughs> where like the steel bars come over. <laughs> it's the classic Californian, also ignoring the red light. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm going to have to put her into some kind of like shock therapy. <laughs> Strap her into like a clockwork orange machine and have her watch t Texas footage. <laughs> this is the founding of our great state. Damn it. Why won't you appreciate it? Yeah. <laughs> you need to make sure she understands the Texan road laws. Oh, yeah, funny. I still have. So old ancient Sark fans will still remember. I'm I'm doing like show and tell on my webcam right now, but I still have this button. Right. GG. Is that that's a <laughs> GG button from the old old machinima offices, like the Hutch Nanner days. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can't see, so I thought you just <laughs> yeah. <fell> yeah. <laughs> I'm like down a well and yelled GG. We'll have to just imagine. <laughs> I thought you yelled shit. It sounded like shit to me. <laughs> no, no, it's my job. Hold on, hold on. Here we go. Here we go. It's my okay, GG button. That time it picked right, up. Yeah, go. it sounded like a, yeah, yeah. Like a collapse. <laughs> I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Like you fell oh, down a hole shit. or something, yeah. Oh, you that's mentioned something I don't miss about California is the earthquakes. Okay, wait, what about, speaking of disasters, you were talking about yep. Machinima? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Machinima, I still so desperately want to get access to that account. Like I, I oh, remember. Yeah, yeah. I've I really wanted, and Matt and I really tried to find anyone in connection with Machinima. There's not a soul left. Nobody, even at the upper echelon of what used to be Machinima, and now it's owned by I think Warner. Nobody we've ever spoke to knows anything about it. So it's literally just sitting there. <laughs> With maybe one person left in the world who knows the password. It's such a fucking shame. I remember you throwing your 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 two cents into that hat, being like, dude, yeah. how do we get the machinima shit? You're like you're right, because I have no idea whether or not 
Uh, that shit's been nuked or just it's been privated? Nuked. No, I think it's privated. I really, yeah, I think they just privated everything. So they you still offered them it. money though, didn't you offer yeah. them money? Like you put out a call that uh, you'd pay. A massive yeah, I wanted amount. to buy it. Like I, like I don't know what they'd want for it. I mean, it's a property that's just How been sitting stagnant pay? for years now. Like it can't can't be that expensive. Do you do you have stuff on there? Like ancient. Uh, no, not me personally, no, okay. but a lot of the stuff that I watched a lot growing up was on there, and I really feel like it's still there, but on a privated video, so I'd love to be able to just give that back so it can exist again. Like, there's so much that was just lost when they did that, which is a shame. The funniest thing you could do is buy it and give it to Boogie. Oh, wait, that's <laughs> such a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let, him, let him run the channel. It really is stuff a on good counterpoint. Oh, go, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, you've definitely got stuff on there, right, Sark? That it's probably lost forever now? I think I had... Yeah, I definitely did. Like, a lot of the... A lot of my stuff got has life after Machinima in the form of, like, fan compilations and... Yeah. But a lot of the, like, raw episodes, yeah, I mean, it's all, it's all gone. That I was going to say, this is an interesting counterpoint to that idea of... You know how people say, like, if the internet is, is it's all written in permanent Forever. marker and shit, but not mm -hmm. all of it. No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. People don't even know how to archive things that are, like, five minutes old. This is one of my biggest pet peeves with, like, Reddit. Whenever they link to something, they never archive it. So by the time you click any sort of drama post, it's always removed already. Like tweets right, get deleted, right, yeah. Reddit posts get taken down. Especially when they do the shit in fucking news articles. It's so insane to me. That like as a whole industry, they decided to, yeah, we'll just link to Twitter. That's our news yeah. story now. And then if you read it long, like any more than 10 months later, if you read an article, the tweet is just gone now. And so it's half the article with it. That's so yeah. stupid. Yeah, that's so I stupid. I wish the internet was permanent sometimes. At least like sometimes. snipping posted instead of just sharing the tweet directly. Screenshot it. Yeah, even that would be better at this point. I would prefer that. Obviously, it's all open to, you know, inspect elementing and whatnot. But it's still better than a broken link that I can't even see what the hell it was to begin with. After mm -hmm. Machinima yeah. got got tack nuked, I actually started. I was like, dude, YouTube videos that I really like, whether it's like mixes, songs, uh, even like funny bits. I started like downloading. I became like a, a little hoarder. Except instead of like stacks of National Geographics, like with cats crawling all over them, it's like YouTube videos that I'm saving. That's so cool. You've got like a fucking basement with just like giant bookcases like against the wall and there's just <laughs> yeah, like hard drives hard full drive of just like YouTube videos across them. <laughs> yep. Especially like music stuff. Because music always gets wrecked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you guys remember that one news story where some TV company had to resort to paying an old lady who had just entire archives of their TV channel <laughs> because she would DVR 24-7 to watch yeah, the way, stuff later awesome. and she was just hoarding. Yeah, that's yeah. an awesome story, like actually. That lady. Yeah, that lady's fucking awesome. How much did she get paid for it? I don't I have no remember. Idea. I actually don't even did know. Did she have she to give paid. up Maybe the collection just... or did she get it back after they were done with it? They just copy it. I don't think That's they took it. Like, they didn't know. confiscate it. Yeah, I just <laughs> found a channel that has like uh, 12-hour chunks of old G4 shows. 
like complete with the commercial breaks and everything like some psychopath just set like an ep vhs tape to record this shit and uh i'm like man that's cool because a lot of that g4 stuff is also never going to be seen again yeah it's just gone yeah but there was so i've been trying to hunt down all my old videos from like 2007 to 2009 because i deleted them all it's like I don't know, it's probably close to like 500 something videos or whatever. And there was a little bit of hope because there was a project where there was, I think it was MIT, a group of students tried to archive everything ever posted to YouTube from like inception to about like 2010 or something. But then they oh, shut shit. the project down and then like scrapped it apparently, like got rid of the, the, the sarcophagus worth of content they had. Yeah. So I'll just never get those videos back, unfortunately. I want to so badly. So I always feel like preservation is such an important thing because I deeply regret not saving my shit. So you you like you went hard in the paint on those videos. You deleted that shit. <laughs> yeah, I deleted it. I contacted YouTube to see if they had it somewhere stored in like a cloud save or something. But I deleted yeah. it in 2010, which is way before Ooh. they even bothered with any of that kind of stuff. So it's right. just nowhere. Oh, I, I was just saying. I was thinking about the old, the old Penguin Zero uh, vids l leading up to this uh, podcast. I do a lot of. I, I would say a lot of uh, people don't know your like trash game history. You and I are trash game brothers. Yeah, no, we, we legitimately are. And even before that, I was a trash music kind of guy. So I used to post like old songs on here from unsigned artists on the channel and then deleted all that. Then I made montages for gears. I, I did a magic trick on here once. Like I want all those videos back so badly. Used to do glitches and glitch hunting. God damn. I really want to see all that again. But I do never Do you remember will. your thought process for why you deleted? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there was two things. One, like a bit of embarrassment, but two... This was during the age where you could have your whole channel taken down for using copyrighted music, which, of course, I was doing. So, better right. safe than sorry. Right. What if you do bring the, the stuff back now, though, and then yep. your channel gets deleted? <laughs> like, you find all this <laughs> stuff, but they decide, oh, he's actually guilty. <laughs> Delete him. Linkin Park detected. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that place for my head playing in this? Okay, that's the end. <laughs> Why do you do the magic trick with these pants down? His whole cock was out. <laughs> uh, holy shit. Yeah. I think more people should hoard data. I'd like to take a second to thank Helix Sleep for sponsoring this episode of the official podcast. They've been a partner of ours for as long as I can remember. Helix Sleep is a fantastic provider of comfortable sleeping apparatuses, otherwise known as beds, of course. And I can say that with full confidence, with uh, knowing the fact that I have actually slept on a Helix mattress multiple times, and that's without even taking their sleep quiz that they provide online. Basically what it is, it's like a little quiz that you do that tells you exactly what kind of sleeping pattern or sleeping type you are so that you can feel confident in knowing that you're buying the best mattress for your particular situation. And Helix Sleep 
goes above and beyond with their sleep quiz to make sure that they're providing you the correct tools in order to identify what kind of mattress you need. So I really appreciate that. Helix also knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. Duh. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. There's models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side, which is great. Models with more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in the stomach and back sleeping positions, which is also good. And there's also enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night. So if you run hot, Helix has got you covered there as well. You can find out why Helix mattresses have been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine by heading on over to helixsleep.com slash official. Helix is offering 25% off all mattress orders and a free bedroom bundle for our listeners in honor of Black Friday. This bundle includes two free pillows as well as a set of sheets and even a mattress protector. Go to helixsleep.com slash official and use code helixpartner25. This is actually their best offer yet. I've never seen an offer like this yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Go check them out at helixsleep.com slash official and use code helixpartner25. Thanks. A lot of times these, especially with me, I think because in internet terms, uh, uh, you know, I'm prehistoric, but I'll... As far as the like the the time span spent doing this, you're up there too, Charlie. And I was yeah, like, dude, these podcasts really do turn into a lot of times like we're on porches and we're like old guys, like <laughs> yeah. old guys that are neighbors, and we're like, come on over, have some tea. We'll talk about the fucking good old days. <laughs> I fucking love it. Yeah, last time you were here, we talked about your Fight Club days. Like, I mean, they're they're great stories. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you have any other war stories? Um, let's see. I mean, the Fight Club, that was like 99, end of 99, beginning of 2000. <laughs> Dude, that's so long ago. I was like two years old. So my roommate, Crazy Josh, who was doing Fight Club with me, I have so many stories with him because he and I used to go clubbing. He was like goth industrial and I was sort of like into like, house and all that so we would like alternate days but we had so many insane tales during the fight club era we had one where he he drove this piece of shit Datsun and we called it the Millennium Falcon because all the all the lights would go out inside until you hit the dashboard. So it was like it was literally like it would power back up. That's awesome. And he he's now Josh is now a uh, like I think he would call himself a hobo. He like hitchhikes around <laughs> the U.S. He, he uploads on YouTube sometimes like movie reviews and hobo hitchhiking pro tips. Uh, but dude, he, we like pulled over to pick up a hitchhiker. Cause he always did that. And I jump in the back seat. We're driving to like into downtown San Diego to go clubbing. And this guy is like, he's chatting it up. He has no idea. He's jumped into like a derelict spacecraft. This car is coming apart, like on its wheels. There was like, uh, he, he had his, uh, uh, carburetor was held in place with a pencil 
Like, and it would rattle out. So every time he would go somewhere, he'd go make sure the pencil was wedged into the fucking uh, bolt hole (laughs) solidly. Anyway, also he had no brakes, so he would slow the car down by dragging the, the side of the wheels on curbs. (laughs) <laughs> and we're in this we're in this car and we're driving to San Diego. It's a death trap and we're driving to San Diego to go clubbing and he picks up a hitchhiker which I thought was infinitely funny that you would rant, pick up random people and then subject them to this like fucked up <laughs> carnival ride. <laughs> The fucking hitchhiker is like, no, I'll, I'll get out here. I'll get out here. I'll walk. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind walking anymore. It's a serial killer. It just gives up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, worse. He, we're like going to accidentally kill you. Like, so he gets in the car. <laughs> um, oh, there's so many things wrong with us. At one point, Josh had stored the battery in the trunk and it had corroded and eventually had gone through the bottom of the trunk. So when he went back, like months later, was like, oh, yeah, I better get rid of the battery. It was gone and there was just a hole in the bottom of the trunk. <laughs> anyway, we picked this guy up. We're going clubbing. He's like, what are you guys up to? We're like, we're going down to like club soil. Charlie, you would love, you would have loved it. I don't know if soil's still running, but. Uh, it's like dude, my kind of spot. So gothic. <laughs> when you go in there, you immediately feel like a deep depression, and everyone is in there doing like the Pele, like soccer foot sweep dance. Anyway, we're going to Club Soil, and he's like, uh, sweet, sweet, and he's making small talk when we're driving. And finally, it's time to exit the freeway. So Josh begins standard braking procedure, which is just scraping the car <laughs> against the side of the road until it stops. And the guy's like, whoa, 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 what's going on? Showers of sparks and shit. And Josh is like, it'll be all right. <laughs> we got no brakes. Right. And the guy's like, you have no brakes. And he's like, we're fine. And he's, he's like, ur, 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 scraping it on the side. <laughs> you know, it's like the equivalent of pumping. The, it's like a uh, planetary reentry maneuver. And, and the yeah, guy's yeah, like, yeah, whoa, whoa. Because at the end is a... Inter- like a, it's a freeway exit. It's a busy intersection. Red light, and he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" As we get closer, and Josh is Josh calmly's like, "Looks like we're not gonna make it." <laughs> wrenches the he wrenches the e brake on the the Datsun, and it completely severs. It comes up with the cables dangling, and then and the guy, the, the hitchhiker, puts both of his feet on the dash as we're like showering sparks into this intersection, and he just starts screaming. He's like. <laughs> so Josh just ends up dragging the car hard right into like uh like f- with the flow of traffic slamming up a pedestrian little ramp into a uh parking lot and eventually comes to a stop by hitting one of those big cylindrical bases of a st- like a street light. Right. And right. the guy the, I was going to say I was gonna say you you would need for for you to actually come to a stop. Surely, like when you got to the club, you'd need to fucking just like crash into a parked car. Well, usually the e brake works, but I think we were actually in danger of dying. So Josh put a little extra mustard (laughs) on it and ripped the whole thing out. (laughs) Anyway, the car stops, and the 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 hitchhiker he just pops the door open and he runs into the night. That's so great. You should have start. You should have started the fucking. You should have started the uh, the drive with the hitchhiker telling him the standard fucking like safety <laughs> procedures, like in case of a crash, break like get into brace position. I think it was a bit dark of us, but Josh was intentionally sort of 
keeping him in the dark. But everything <laughs> went a little sideways more than intended. And so it became like as we drove into the like ran the red light, it got a little real. So I think <laughs> anyway. So then we just limped our way over to the club and we had a fucking hell of a night. And that's yeah, just how yeah. we traveled. You left the car? Yeah, how did you get No, back? no, no. The car still ran. We gently crashed into a stoplight. The car still oh. worked. We just, now we really yeah, have Yeah, the no car's seen worse than that, surely. That's, that's just, that's normal for it. Sometimes he'd have to park a ways away where there was a nice curb to, like, slide against. But, yeah. Oh, so, we had so many stories. One time his sister so asked him to go buy, <laughs> she's like, I don't know why, but she's like, I need lard. Go to the grocery store. Josh is like, okay, got it. Scrapes his way over to the grocery store, buys the lard, completely forgets about it. Keep in mind, we're clubbing like four nights a week here. So that night we get in the, the same Millennium Falcon and we're driving <laughs> again, uh, an unsuspecting passenger. We're driving to pick up one of Josh's pals. <laughs> They get in. It's dark. Josh is... I have no idea that any of this has happened, and Josh has completely forgotten there's a huge block of lard in the back seat, and it's been baking all day. Well, I guess it's melted now, but... The friend gets in, and he's dressed to the nines. He looked... He was wearing the same outfit like you were wearing, Charlie, when you popped out of the bag at the fashion show. Like a velvet... <laughs> Dude, so he, looked, he looked so baller, but he doesn't know that he's sitting in a pool of fucking animal fat back in the back because it's dark. So he just gets in and he's like, you know, we drive to the club. And when we get to the, the club, he gets out and his entire ass is like lubed his legs, his back. <laughs> it's like shining. <laughs> And he's like, what's on my, what is this shit? And Josh is like, oh shit, look, I forgot I had lard in the backseat. And he's like, <laughs> fucking what? <laughs> we're like, dude, no one will notice. No one will notice. And then he, of course, people all night were like, what the fuck is on your back? Is that KY jelly? He actually what is went that? in. I mean, he had not, he, we'd driven an hour, so. Yeah, what is he supposed to do? Oh, it stank too. Holy I'm so confused shit. on the logistics of the car. You drove an hour. How does it so, like on like normal stuck? freeway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like on a normal freeway when like cars will slow down because of you know like bad merging, whatever, and it causes like a little traffic jam. How do you come to a stop? There's nothing to scrape. Josh against. was well. Remember the e-brake normally under normal circumstances, it could that could drag mm. you to a stop. He only ripped it out because okay. we thought we were going to die with a hitchhiker. I see. Okay. So yeah, normally yeah. he'd like ease mm. onto the e-brake in those Real, situations. And he also drove so slowly. We just would putt around <laughs> thumping the dashboard. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's so fucking crazy. Why did you guys keep bringing people into this car, this death trap? You hated your <laughs> I didn't friends. have a car at the time. And I was like, this is just how, this is how we get around. We, uh, we just limp this fucking car around. Do cars only need to get one like roadworthy test or whatever before they're allowed on the roads? In California, you got to go get it smog checked. That's it. No, oh, yeah, great. they don't. Me they don't mechanically check it. Holy shit, that would have okay, been bad. So it you wouldn't need to to figure then? out that that's not a seaworthy vessel. Like <laughs> you could just give it yeah. the old eyeball test and probably figure it out. Yeah, no AC. I remember we drove to Blythe out in the desert to see Josh's parents once, and it was like 115 degrees. 
and there's no AC. We were baking. And so I was like, dude, just pull over. I'm going to buy bags of ice. So we just filled the fucking car with ice like it was a traveling <laughs> cooler. <laughs> and we were like the lunch meat. <laughs> uh, this sounds like a, this sounds like a cartoon series or something. He and this yeah. is just the shit with him that I was involved with. He has this shit happening all the time. He's like hitchhiking still to this day. To this day, it's so insane. Like he's, he's what, what is, so he. You said he's a hobo. What is he? Is he? How does he survive? Like what? what he, does he actually do for, was like, in Florida not long ago, but he like travels with the seasons. Like he'll go south like a goose for oh, he's the a drifter. fucking summer yeah he'll pick up yeah, right. odd jobs yeah what was his youtube channel i want to see one of his pro tips hold on it's like box mutant something hold on let me find it oh he'll love that i'm i'm, a... I'm calling this shit out <laughs> yeah. Shout the dotson is gone i, I like too Aww. that the car the car goes and then he just is like, uh, I'm going to hitchhike now. <laughs> like, the, the, getting a new ride is not even part of a... Yeah, I just keep looking up box meat, and I'm definitely not getting any uh, hitchhiking pro box tips. Box meat. Box mutant. Oh, mutant. I thought you said box meat. Bo so, yeah, ba look, at, look up B-O-K-S. I don't know what the meaning of that is. Mutant. All one word, and you should find his channel. <clears throat> Mission Impossible 7 sucks. <laughs> Miss yeah. Squirrel on hand. He's right. Miss he's... Squirrel on shoulder. <laughs> this is, this is so crazy fire. Josh. Yeah. He'll do, he'll be like, he'll put up like a short movie review from like underneath a semi at a truck stop. <laughs> it's so funny. He really is a sweetheart though. Super nice. Yeah, he's still re he's still uploading to this day. Like, yeah, yeah, three months yeah, ago. yeah. Wow. So how how did you meet him, Sark? Are you like childhood friends or something? No. When I so I went I I was raised Mormon. I don't know if we've ever talked about that. No, we haven't. No. Uh, I was raised Mormon. My parents were like practicing Mormons. So as part of the natural evolution of a Mormon uh, lad. You end up going on the mission with, uh, like, the name tags, shirts, ties, riding bikes, knocking on doors. Uh, if you're in the U.S., for sure, you've probably seen Mormon missionaries peddling around, but they're all over. Anyway, uh, I went on my mission. I studied Japanese in high school, and the idea was that when I go on my mission, I, could, I would go somewhere uh, in Japan. That was because what oh, languages right. you speak would influence where they sent you or where God would. Oh, so you, you get it like a free? Would you get a free Jap like Japan trip from that? Like, would they would they pay yeah, for? Do it? you pay out of pocket or? You pay like a fixed monthly fee, but I just wanted w when you're being raised in the church like that, the mission is as inevitable as uh, like college was, right? It, like oh, it so never even I never even thought of not going it was just like all right i'm gonna finish high school and then maybe do a year of college then go on the mission it's almost like it's looked at almost as like a mandatory military stint or something it's just that's that's so what you can do. you can say you can say no you can yeah you can but it that's 
Do would, they kick you out? Raise if... eyebrows. No, no, no. They wouldn't kick you out, but okay, okay. Um, it's just sort of figgy. Th- yeah. It's just sort of what everyone assumes you're gonna do. So anyway, um, yeah. I get the mission call, and it's to all my friends end up going to Japan, and I'm like, fuck yes. And then uh, I go to San Diego. I get called to San Diego, and part of me is like super disappointed. In the end, it was not terrible because san diego was like cush as hell but uh there i met uh a lot of members of the church including josh's family so when i was Uh. done with the mission they were like you should come back and stay with us our brother is on his mission and he's a psychotic you'd love him and i'm like okay all right (laughs) so it was basically like it was a place to stay and i went in blind never having met this guy and uh when I came back, when I, when I w- finished my mission, returned home to Oregon and told my parents, I was like, church is not for me. Sorry, uh, old people. And they were like, it's all right. You gave it as much of a chance as we could ever ask. And I was like, also, I'm moving to San Diego. They were like, ah, we understand. And uh, <clears throat> I wow, moved back really understanding. and met him. Yeah. Oh, my parents were epic. Yeah. Are epic. They're still That's alive. Great. Why am I saying word? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should have uh, converted that car into a mission ride, like pick up hitchhikers and then Ooh, preach yeah. to them. And unless they convert, you don't oh, stop. Oh, dude, I would have loved that. I was banned from uh, driving cars on my mission because I totaled a Tercel jumping it. But <laughs> <laughs> like the, did you actually convert anyone on your mission, or were you like the biggest fucking like red flag walking? Statistically, I was pretty successful because I'm a personable guy. Uh yeah, but uh, what was your batting average? How many people did do you think you converted? Well, see, I my approach was very sort of like because I, I was about halfway into my two year mission where I was like, God, I just don't buy any of this <laughs> shit. But I do want to <laughs> finish because this is like what my parents have wanted for me. So I'm like, I'm gonna finish and then I'm gonna tell them I'm out. So the la- the first yeah. half of my mission was doing Just what like they John wanted, Wick. knocking on doors, doing it. And the second half, I, tra- I, I transitioned a bit into like uh, charity stuff and right. like like soup kitchens. Stuff and you could feel good about still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But people still, some people, I don't hold, if somebody has religious beliefs, I don't hold that against them at all. It's not for me. Yeah, some yeah. people really, there's a space in them that that fills uh, nicely. And so a lot of people saw what I was doing and associated it with the church, and they hopped in. Mm-hmm. And just by being sort of like a decent dude, I statistically was pretty successful. I don't know, I don't remember how many. Uh, like people i would say like maybe 40 45 something like that damn that's pretty good yeah at the end my mission president who fucking hated me because i always shaved my head he thought i looked like a nazi i kept crashing cars (laughs) i broke both my arms in a bike jump he's like he's like elder robison your mission alone has cost the church so much money he's like i can't say that i'm sorry to see you go and i'm like yeah, dude, I'm out. Jeez, it's like you. the fucking police force. You're like, <laughs> yeah, what an asshole. I need your <laughs> badge and your gun. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> he's like, you are. He's like, I can't kick you out, but I'm so glad you're leaving. Jesus. 
Um, Wait, can they recruit 45 people though? You should have called yeah. every single one of those 45 people and been like, I actually don't, <laughs> you should leave. Yeah. Just left, then, left a message like, that to, says, yeah. psych! <laughs> so can they not kick you out? Like under any circumstances? No, they can, but a lot of it is like, did you like smooch a lady? Or uh, uh, did you like leave the edge of geographical boundary of the mission? Because you're not supposed when you're called you have you have like an area no, you that leave. you're supposed to be in. You're not supposed to, yeah. That sounds like a video game where if you try and go out of the mission area, like <laughs> shuts down. Like, yeah, that's actually exactly true. That's awful. <laughs> Wait, what, what's the reasoning with that? Like, what if you just go a little out of your jurisdiction? Like, what happens? They can't they reach you anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They they just try and He's they know the that grid. they know that nineteen to twenty one year old dudes get up to no good, so they really try to like. It it really the military is a really good sort of comparison to sort of how right. how it's organized. Mm. Kind of I kind of get it. If you want to keep some a, a legion of you know, nineteen to twenty one year old boys under control, you kind of gotta have rule with an iron fist. But yeah, but also it leads to like that kind of restriction leads to people quitting though. Like in in a lot of cases, I have to imagine like where people are like, "Well, I can't do anything with my life, so I'm not yeah. going to stay in this religion." That's true. The tighter you, gr- the more star systems will slip through your fingers, Veda. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> also, if you're trying to recruit people into into a church, whatever it is, why are you send a nineteen mm-hmm. year olds? Like it's like these <laughs> it's pimply faced ding dong, and you answer the door, and it's some sweaty kid. Like we're here representing the Church of Jesus Christ. You're like, get the fuck off my porch, kid. Yeah, that's not <laughs> a great representation. Jackson, have you ever encountered like a, a Mormon a Mormon missionary? I can't tell if it's uh, I, so. I'm not like super educated on, I guess, some of the more niche religions. Uh, if you could call them that. Um, but there was, uh, like, I get Jehovah's Witness people knocking on the door. Yep, are they, are yep. they a form of Mormons or are they different? I, no, I but they're out, they're out doing a similar, they're out doing a similar thing with the proselyting. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think, so I think there, there may be more uh, common over here in Australia than Mormons. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. I don't think I've ever seen a Mormon. Like when I think of Mormon, I think of the like like Stark said, like 19 year olds in the white Stark. suits and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, Mr. Stark. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what I think of. Uh, I'm not sure how accurate it is because I've never yeah. seen it. So, so I that's how anyway that that's the roundabout story. I met Josh because we had both been on the missions and both of us finished up and we were like. Fuck that. But, uh, yeah, we just hit it off. Yeah. Nice. Well, I'm, I'm glad to see you're both still doing well. <laughs> you didn't seem to yeah. like the new Mission Impossible, but otherwise <laughs> seems like he's doing pretty well. <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched that one yet. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Mission Impossible 7 sucks. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a big opinion. <laughs> I just think it's so funny that someone who's scraping, a, like scraping along, trying to make ends meet, they the, like he's got. I got to fire up the phone and fucking vent about MI seven. Yeah, <laughs> he's awesome. This seems like an interesting opinion. Dune twenty twenty one was a comedy. 
that is interesting. I wonder what the argument is there. I'll subscribe to that. That sounds interesting. He also has a video on Moonfall. It doesn't have any kind of other context, but uh, I want to find out what he thinks about Moonfall. This guy, he seems like an interesting person. Oh, yeah, I dude. saw that title, and I bet he loved it. I just have a feeling. Yeah. Waxing poetic yeah, about the tetragrammaton religion in equilibrium. Hell yeah, Josh. Bring it. Oh, I understood <laughs> none of those words. That's awesome. <laughs> so so uh, do, you, do you still keep up with him? Like, is he the kind of friend that you would still call a friend that you would like invite to Thanksgiving or something? Yeah, absolutely. I told him if he's ever passing through, he, he can crash here. I saw him maybe uh, two or three months ago. Oh, he was uh oh, nice. he had made his way back to san diego and so he was staying basically at his sister's place which is where he, he she lived upstairs and the finished basement below is where he and i stayed and that's where we had our fight club and shit so he was sort of back on the homestead uh -huh. i'd gone back and was visiting uh some family down there and was like dude are you in town and he was so uh, yeah we hung out it was he's so i'm still in touch with him yeah you have you ever think about reopening the fight club or like that's what i was just about reunion for the fight club oh like just beating each other's asses <laughs> just for old time's sake dude i would do that i would do that <laughs> i remember i remember when we talked i think i recommended i was like dude i highly recommended just pummeling a pal sometime wait yeah, have yeah. you have any of you done that in the last just six beating months a friend's since I've been ass. on the show? Yeah, just had a yeah, fight. Yeah, no, we no. didn't take your advice. Okay, we right, we did not right. take your advice. All right, it stands. <laughs> there, is some, there is something special about that. So What about it? What about it did you enjoy again? It's, it's just... It, it's hard to explain, but it does oddly connect you. It is, uh, it's hard to explain. I should hook you up with my buddy Doug. Who used to be a violent alcoholic and fight all of his friends? You guys could hit it off. Well, that's probably like a, a different duo. form of violence, yeah. right? Yeah, that's not honorable violence. <laughs> honorable. honorable violence. No, no. <laughs> so I probably he told would the stories before. That. He would fight his friends in a friendly manner too. Remember? Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Well, friendly. Like a, all right. You two bump fights. Yeah, you can fight nice. And now that he's unemployed, he has plenty of time to train for it. And remember, you got to hug it out at the end. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Assuming yeah, both yeah. people are still conscious. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't and also don't bare knuckle it while we're let me no just reiterate. Knuckles? No, no, no. That's that uh, that's almost worse for your hands than it is for the other guy's face, unless you like know what you're doing, which we didn't. So we're what do you have to use? It's just, not like you have it, fucking boxing gloves on hand. Well, you just go yeah, you gotta plan this out. Yeah, this is a this is like yeah. a bro date, so you go down to yeah. you know, whatever sporting goods store you've got, buy a couple gloves. I'll also need you to wear a fat suit. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> what? Sark needs to wear fat suits say? to even the odds. Oh right. <laughs> you, you oh, so you Kaya, you want him to fight Doug. Yeah. What did you think I said? Right, I didn't okay. say kiss, Doug. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> did you hear fuck? I I, <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't think that. I didn't think you were trying to get them to them to fight. I thought you were just talking about Doug having done it in the past. Oh, both of them like fighting. 
Yeah, yeah. So would you, if we set this up, would you fight Doug, not knowing anything about him? And it would be a friendly match. Doug is supposed to fight one of you. The whole idea is you fight your friend. <laughs> that no. then, and it strengthens your bond. Why am I fighting some <laughs> random alcoholic suddenly? We are nominating you as our champion. You fight on our behalf. <laughs> we don't know how to fight, Suck. It'll be embarrassing. That's the whole point. No, you just get in there windmill on each other. <laughs> okay, how, we can set you up a play date. You can go to the no, movies together and bond Doug. and become friends. What the fuck, Kaya? <laughs> Look at this guy. He's, he's afraid of fighting Doug. Yeah, we can get a load of this guy. He doesn't want to fight Doug. To- <laughs> okay, Sark, if it helps, he's old. He's like... He's like 48 or something. He's very fat, and he's about to lose his leg to diabetes, by the way, which I didn't even think was a thing at his weight. But. It's Okay, okay, hold on. It's not, it's not about how bad I'm going to annihilate Doug. Okay, what we would have to do is I'd have to hang out with Doug, build a bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go okay, see a fine. movie. What? Become friends with Doug. Meanwhile, you're already friends with Doug. Why aren't you punching him? We're not going to fight Doug. It's all up to you. (laughs) Would you consider (laughs) us friends, Suck? You're the only one that can stop Doug now. (laughs) (laughs) You you would consider this kind of group friends, so would you fight one of us? Would you be down for that? That would be kind of fun, yeah. Okay, okay. Would you fight all three of us at the same time so it's even... (laughs) No, also, no. I'm like, I've just, in my limited experience in a few months of finding, fighting random people in gas station parking lots, I know I've, I know the realities of this shit. To even two random ass people, you got to get real lucky if you're 2v1ing. Yeah, I know. Do you, have you seen those like fight videos of like a random drunk fight out on the street? And it's like, there's a few I've seen, but it always goes like this. Like, there's five people ganging up on like one dude, and somehow the one dude wins. And I'm like, that can't be real. That has to be scripted. I or mean, something. It, it can happen, but yeah, it's not a. Uh, it's, it's not insane. likely. Like, yeah. I mean, if you just get it's hit once in your nose again, the pro fighters are all like, uh, they will take, they will take on crowds like that. But I'm not a pro fighter. You, if you tag me in the face, it's like, dude, that fuck, that shit. I can't see. My eyes are crying. <laughs> My nose hurts. I'm like, ow. <laughs> the realities of fighting for non-fighters is so. Uh, it's so uh, not Hollywood. <laughs> Yeah, when I think about your fight club, even when you told it the first time, I imagine, like, all of you is just, like, this elite warrior. Like, you just yeah, keep getting same. wailed on, but just keep coming back. But in reality, I bet you get punched once, and you're like, oh, fuck, ouch, wait, wait. <laughs> Until the end, when the fighters showed up, and then that basically was the end of fight club, which shows, wasn't really fight club at all the entire time. Because when the fighters showed up, the, the whole thing stopped. So what really was it before that? It was more like t- t- tussle club? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Getting punched at one club. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's how most of those fights, the fights in quotation marks, we go down during Fight Club is just like someone will get punched in the face once and then it's over? Well, it wasn't over until somebody either was out or they tapped. So, I mean, right. it did get a little grimy at near the end, but it was not. These were not pretty fights. 
When we were in our right. base, when we were in our place, the basement, our apartment, though, it got pretty wild. Like Josh, I remember Josh picked up some guy and just ran him through the wall. Oh my god. <laughs> Like they went through two layers of drywall between two two by fours into the room where Josh slept in a coffin, by the way. Did I ever mention that? Why do you have a coffin there? What the fuck? He was like a go- he was like a rivet head gothic he industrial dude. He woke so up like a a two thousand year old vampire from yeah, his slumber. He slept <laughs> in a coffin that his brother in law was gonna who does hot rod paint, he was gonna turn it into a cool phone booth. And until that project got underway, Josh was like, I want to sleep in that. So then he slept in it. And spiders <laughs> built webs all around it. And Josh was like, don't worry about it. I can talk to the spiders. They leave me alone. And I'm like, okay, dude. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway. I didn't think, I thought people like this were like a joke. Like, as in like, I've, sure, I've heard stories about like, like this kind of stuff. But I always thought it was just like purely like built up and like a joke. These people didn't actually exist. You're telling me these people exist. Like this is an actual thing. You're not, you're not playing this up at all. Yeah. I think he's no, no, no. I think he has enough of this shit to count as like 10 of those stories though. None of this is is all like just straight up, like how he rolled. He lived, he lived his life. Like he was a world of darkness character, like from masquerade or some of that shit. Okay, so character. forget it. Forget about you. You don't have to fight Doug. That's fine. Would Josh fight Doug? Do you think oh. we got in contact with Josh? Ooh. <laughs> jo- jo- I think so. Yeah, I tell Josh <laughs> I'm going to buy him like a new bedroll or some shit. He'll annihilate anybody. Well, there's a, something a little bit exploitative. It's like a, it's like an NPC side quest. Yeah, yeah. You're turning this into bump fights now. <laughs> Literally, yeah. each other for a sandwich. Yeah, Bobo yeah, versus diabetic amputee fight. Hey, he's not an amputee yet. God, he's okay. so dumb. Have I right. told you guys a story? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Definitely not suck. Yeah. So he has always struggled with weight. And I've always asked him, so why don't you like get gastric bypass or use Ozempic? And he considers it "quote unquote" cheating. He thinks that people who get the <laughs> gastric bypass and lose weight, uh, it's like stolen valor to <laughs> when they awesome. get skinny. <clears throat> so now that he's unemployed, uh, he got fired from his job because of his podcast. So he's now catching up on all of his medical stuff and going to the doctor. And they're like, "Your leg is fucked up. We might have to get rid of this." Which I Jesus. didn't know was a thing. I thought you had to be like infinifat, like six hundred pounds for your no, like, diabetes, for diabetes you, to affect you. You can you can have diabetes and like be thin and still lose a limb, right? I didn't know that. I th- I genuinely thought it was just a Dang. mega fat thing. That's I don't know. I didn't know. Um, but yeah, I guess if he gets a peg leg, I'm gonna sign it. We should all sign it. Yeah, send it to each other and yeah. send it back. If he does, if he does yeah, lose the leg, whoever he ends up brawling, we need to like tie, tie one foot up, like we gotta even. It. <laughs> oh yeah, like hopping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, you can't have an unfair fight. No. Not in this chivalrous <sighs> dome. Oh, we just gotta figure out how we're gonna tie Sock's leg up to the duel. <laughs> You're doing it, Sock. Oh shit. Yeah, you could, you could fight on high heels. <laughs> Just to like throw you off and mess with your balance yeah. a little, make it difficult to walk. Wow, that's that a freaky work, yeah. brawl I'm imagining here. <laughs> you know, it's like a David Lynch scene. 
You don't have to wear the full like lingerie set, just the heels. <laughs> yeah, just the you know fishnets, maybe. What's the wackiest fight you saw at the Fight Club? Like, it doesn't have to be a mismatch, but just like a really weird one, I suppose. Um, let me think. The, uh, I mean the the wackiest one that I remember was when Sagat kicked me in the face, but, and I only yeah, remember like two thirds awesome. of I that. Story. Uh, but uh, let's see, what's a wacky one? We had so many random ass people. Uh, I had a good one. All my favorites were when when I was fighting Josh, actually, because we would he and I would fight in the beginning, and then we would fight at the end, and and uh, he and I had like great ones. It was like pretty evenly matched. He's real thick, like he's got like a Cro Magnon build, and I'm t- I'm tall and <laughs> lean, but um, count like was able to counter him a bit with length, and we had some mm-hmm. like nasty brawls but i remember at one point he he had me like full mount and he had my like my arm right arm basically pinned on my left side like across my body so my head is just like a like an exposed like a beautiful target bobbing around but he's holding my arm. And remember, none of us are professional fighters. There's probably way better ways this could have been done. But he just starts from full mount. He just starts doing full headbutts. <laughs> like he's hammering in a nail with his forehead. Uh, see, see, there's no kind of fucking head protection that you would have had that wouldn't have not made that like extremely immediately painful. Like oh, for hurt. him as well and for you. Yeah, like the boxing gloves ain't gonna fi- fix that. No uh, mouth guards or whatever is gonna fix no, that. No, no, we had mouth guards, so I mean, he w- he probably wasn't gonna knock out a tooth, but I mean, that, I f- I felt like my skull was collapsing. I mean, his head is built like a a boulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I th- I was tr- trying to tap. I can't I can't tell if I was just tapping or like having a. Spasm, but the the he he <laughs> that was point Josh. He beat the shit out of me. Yeah, you, you try to tap and it's just your hand like waving in the air, like there's nothing there to tap. We what had was one your all-time guy who, record. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, 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 we had one guy who tried to uh, who tried to come in and say, okay, no um, grappling. He tried to like come in and like make little rules or whatever, and it's like, no, you just kind of got to like roll with it and i remember immediately whoever he was fighting it was just two random guys lots of marines because there's a lot of military in like north county and san diego down there and then uh lots of gang members but they were like he immediately got like thrown down to the ground and tied into a little knot grappled yeah uh i think i think the best was uh like the all-time greats it's when it was fights near the end when we realized oh we can't do this anymore because like people the, bo- too the, good. the boxers and and everybody had heard about it and we were coming to test their metal and you could immediately <laughs> tell i mean my guy was like looked like he was cosplaying but you could tell still when somebody rolls in and they're like okay three two one go and as soon as they like their stance you're like oh i'm so fucked right now yeah yeah that's kind of like that's 
I don't know if we commented on it the last time. That's pretty pathetic to come, like, have that kind of skill set, know that you're fucking, you know what you're actually doing, and then come to a, let's call it an amateur fighting club in some guy's vampire coffin-filled basement and start <laughs> actually, like, destroying people, like, just to feel good about yourself, I assume. If you're if you were a fighter and you heard about this, it would be sort of like discovering, like the the Kumite or the, like the, the 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 Mortal Kombat tournament. Like, oh, I gotta go see. I kind of get it. If I knew how to fight, I would. I also like, get yeah, it, dude. I want to go. No, like it, school some. It does kid. make sense, like especially like you're only training in a professional setting. You don't. Well, you want to know if like that translates to like an unprofessional setting too. Maybe like, can right. you take a, a real True. hit? outside yeah. of a ring that kind of thing just go start a bar fight or something don't ruin <laughs> people's fun well yeah but then you're getting arrested like this is a consensual duel of gentlemen clearly that's right you know, that's right with, with lair. later with police escort even oh that's wait, you got arrested i don't remember yeah i don't remember that no because the cops we we started off at home, then we expanded to the the parking lot of the Seven Eleven oh, where Josh right. worked. Yeah, and then the cops came and we're like, "Oh, this is really cool, actually, because everyone's <laughs> having a good time." And then uh, we never got a police officer to uh, get in on it, but yeah. So I mean, if you're that's like great. It's it it almost became sort of like a legit event. Yeah, kind of like official almost. Yeah, but we got kicked off the. I kicked out of the parking lot, went back to the apartment, and uh, yeah, and then we just got pummeled when, when like Tekken showed up. Yeah, that sounds about right. I feel like you guys were like before, like you were too soon. If you if you guys had started this in like twenty the twenty tens, yeah, and and filmed it and live streamed it or whatever. I don't know yeah. about the like legalities there, but like boxing events are huge now in terms of the creator space. Like you could have actually like created this from the ground. Oh, I mean, up. it's not too late. Box mutant <laughs> productions, baby, just let <laughs> it ride true. again. <laughs> That's true. And I yeah, tried to find because I I remember saying I, there's video of the the like me getting kicked, and I tried to find it, but Josh. Uh, Josh does. It's a full. It's a VHS cam, the kind where you slap the full VHS tape into the side, not like a mini right. VHS or whatever. So, I I was like, dude, you got to find that tape. But if it ever if it ever turns up, he probably recorded fucking you know Attack on Titan over it or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of his film reviews instead. I really fucking hope that exists somewhere. I, I would love to see that one day. Yeah, if it if he ever sends it, I'll digitize it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you have you like desperately looked in the past or are you just thinking about it now? Uh I've no, I not desperately, but I've actively looked and I've hit up his sisters to be like, Hey, when you cleaned out the basement, did you ever find any like unmarked like ring style videotapes? They're like, Well, there's a thousand of them down there, so who knows? I don't know. He had a wall oh. of tapes too, so yeah, wait, go through that. What the fuck? Yeah. Wait, yeah. Wait, if you don't want to, we can. I would love to. <laughs> well, I mean, they, here's the thing is shit. they, once we were out of there and they'd repaired the walls and, uh, they moved, they moved somebody else in. So I was like, did you find anything? And they were like, all we found, as far as we know, was just a wall of like, uh, it was like, uh, like event horizon and all these like, 
mm-hmm. VHS tapes from the t- from the time that he would like watch on repeat. Anyway, who I knows? See. It got mixed in there. No idea. Have you spoken to him about the tapes? Like, if if he knows where they are, I did, but he left before. Uh, he, he left and left all his shit. So, like, he struck out into the wilds of the U.S. while his sisters had to clean up our mess. So, right. we'll see. It, it's not the hope is not dead, but um, it's kind of a slim chance because I'm I'm pretty sure they just went in there with like snow shovels and junked everything. I mean, we trashed right. that place. We had movie posters because yeah. we watched movies all day. We had movie posters up covering the walls. And what we'd done is cut out um, holes in the drywall and hidden <laughs> like uh, home defense weapons in the in the walls behind posters. So so our like this was like a fun house. The idea was if somebody ever came in that wasn't supposed to be there, you could punch through any poster where there was a weapon on the poster and behind it would be an opening and inside it would be like a hand crossbow or a flare gun or a, like a knife or something. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that's that's so cool. It's like PUBG or something. It was lit. Yeah, it was yeah. literally like a like a fun house for uh, like movie nerd psychos. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever yearn for those days to go back and exist in that kind of capacity? Yes. Or, yeah, yeah. Or is, I definitely yeah, think about that and be like, God, that was like a simpler, you know, beautiful time. Yeah. Yeah, just I mean, I'm sure your time now clubbing. with kids and stuff is just as good. But yeah, I can imagine it's like, fuck, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, it really was. It was a blast. Yeah, I want to see photos, man. I want to see videos. I want to see photos so of, I, of, man. of it. It makes thing. It makes you just really want to see what it was. I'll, I'll, uh, yeah. I think I have some pictures of us, like, oh please, like in club club gear. I'll try and dig yes, them up here. Please. I'll send them on. Send, send, can you send me? Can you send me whatever you do find, and I'll put it up in the episode <laughs> if you're fine with that. Yeah, yeah. I'll look and see. I I'm not sure. I might have to hit up his sisters, but I'll look and see if I can scare something up. I have. I know I have one. I hope of us in tuxedos. For some That's reason, so we good. rented tuxedos and we're <laughs> going fucking dancing. That sounds cool, though. We he yeah, we would because a lot of times the clubs we would go to were predominantly gay clubs because that's where the like the absolute party was at, and so our yeah, strat yeah. to avoid being relentlessly like accosted was we just played like we were uh, boyfriends. <laughs> that was our that was sure our defense. A... So we would walk in with he'd like give his hand his hand on my ass and all that, and I was like, hell yeah, dude, no one's bothering me now. No one will, no one's gonna fuck with me. It was like fight fight gay with gay. <laughs> it was like fight fire with fire. It's like, oh, dude, this is so good a memory. This doesn't sound like a uh, like a a plan or anything. It sounds like you guys went to gay clubs together and enjoyed <laughs> I it. I know that's what that's what everyone told us. They're like, you're just gay though. And I was like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, a different way of coming out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with it, Suck. I'm all for yeah, you. Uh, no, I think that's cool. Your boyfriend going to clubs and stuff. Yep. Sounds cool. With our lard covered uh guest. <laughs> 
<laughs> all greased. All you, yeah, you guys went in lubed up already. That's so good. Yeah, you, brought, you already brought the party. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. Kaya has vanished for some reason. I think maybe he's I see that. So we might just wrap. We might just wrap here. Okay. Um, Sark, thank you so much. You, you are just such a fucking legend. You are incredible. Your Thanks stories. for having me on again. I really love this. Yeah. Thanks for I coming back. I could listen back. to them forever. Like, I seriously could. They're so good. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for sharing them with us, Sark. Um, tell, tell people where they can find you, where they can go listen to more of your stories or just oh. watch you do things. Yeah. Lately, I've been streaming. If you, uh, yeah. yeah, you just look up Sark on Twitch. I think I'm on there as the Mr. Sark, but yeah, that's what I've been doing lately. I keep threatening to, st- re- uh, to start uploading vids on YouTube again, but I have like a Why'd visceral reaction every time I launch Premiere. I get like nauseous. It's just so many years of <laughs> editing that I was like, streaming yeah. is just so much fun and is so like cake. So yeah, it's easy compared to it. Yeah. But do, do you upload the VODs or anything? Like, do you still... No, but I, uh, I've saved streams? everything. So I think mm-hmm. once I start uploading vids to the main channel again, which people... I, I joking, there's a running joke where I'm always like, new vid on Saturday, because people ask. Um, yeah. When I do start uploading the edited vids, I will upload the accompanying VOD probably, but on a, like nice. a, okay. a VOD channel, but... For now, it's streaming, and it's been a blast. Make sure whenever you do upload your video, finally, make sure it's not on a Saturday, just for the added insult. <laughs> That's there. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Um, thank you so much for joining us. You can find a link to Sark's uh, Twitch channel in the description. Go, go hang out with him. Check him out. He's great. You guys already know he's great. He was the most highly requested guest return pretty much ever so thank you very much Sark for joining us and thank yeah. you everyone at home for listening to the show yeah thank you patreon.com slash the official podcast for bonus episodes bonus content that's how you can get additional stuff early and it really does mean a lot to us for all of you joining us um, and also Criminally Stupid and The Red Thread are also out on the new channel and they also have Spotify links. Red Thread is a new series with Charlie and myself and Wendy Goon where we explore the crazy world of cryptids, conspiracies and cults. It's a lot of fun. People really love the first episode uh, that just released. Like You guys really loved it. It's fantastic to see. Um, so thank you very much for you know showing up for that as well. Um, we really are excited for the future of that show. Go check it out if you haven't already. Uh, It'll be on the channel. Thank you very much for joining us for this episode, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye, guys. Thanks, everyone, and thanks again, Sark. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, Sark. Later, dudes.